Welcome to episode 46 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I am joined by a woman who is a business strategist, a performance analyst, a marketing guru, and a motivational coach all rolled up into one. I really think you're going to love this because she has a knack for figuring out how to get from one level of success to the next. And today, our conversation with Janine Blackwell is all around figuring out what your expertise is and what you should turn into that first or next product or service for your business. From what I understand, and I can't wait to hear about this, you you have some unique ways of working with clients to kind of figure out what their best offers are. And Mm -hmm. this is one of those topics where uh, I feel like it's not talked about enough. First of all, people just jump into creating courses or creating, or they jump into a launching course like fearless launching, and they haven't really thought about this first part. And they haven't thought about maybe like the life cycle of the offers that they can do. And they haven't really thought out the big picture really. Um, so I, that, that's what I'm excited about, first of all. Okay, so thank great. You. I'm making a note. So we'll definitely <laughs> go there. <laughs> so yes, we definitely want to go there. But thank you so much for making time today and jumping on the call with me. Well, thank you. I'm super excited to be here with you. And so Janine, tell us, tell, tell us and tell, tell the people listening, like what, tell us about the core of what your work is, if that's possible. Because I know you have, you have different offerings, that, different types of people that you work with, but what's the core of the work that you do? Well, the core of the work is really about connecting with people who have a huge desire to make a big difference. So they have a message, they have work they're here to do in the world, and they are looking to figure out how do I do that? So coaches, consultants, authors, people who are just experts in something and they have a gift and they want to get it out. And the challenge in getting it out is that when you're really passionate about something and you're really good at something, it's difficult to get it out of your head mm-hmm. and packaged up into the world. So our core flagship experience is create six-figure courses. And it's about how do I get this out of my head and packaged into an online course that I can leverage. And when I mean leverage, it it means it creates leverage and space for me to show up differently with the people that I want to serve. So that's the core work that we're doing. And it's, um, it's something I'm really passionate about because I think that uh, I know a lot about, you know, what it feels like to have something (laughs) inside of you. That's what I was going to just jump into. Cause like, (laughs) I know that you said you feel like you were circling around, circling around this work yourself for for many years. Oh, yes. And I find like, you know, we all kind of do that, right? Like we have, if you go back in life and we can kind of look back through the rear view mirror, you can see all these things you've done and you've had roles and you've had projects and jobs and things you've said yes to in your life. And there's a thread that runs through all of it. And you don't see that in the moment, but I think when you kind of look back on it, you go, wow, okay, that's the thread. Um, (laughs) The thread for me has always been seeing huge potential in, in people and, you know, being able to meet somebody and really see their gift and think, wow, you know, like what would it look like for them to be able to do that in a bigger way, you know, and combining that with 
a, a huge belief that we have the ability to create what we want. You know, we can create the life we want. We can create the business that we want. And we just have to say yes to ourselves in that. And that's kind of the hard, tricky part. And when I started uh, this work, you know, I was kind of on the flip of that. I had started a business like many of us do. And, you know, when you start a business, the first imperative is always cash. And we started thinking about, okay, how do I generate revenue? And I was doing that and doing work and had many really great clients. And kind of the way I was structuring the work was that the more successful I became, the further away the business moved from what I really defined as success. You know, like my life involved a lot of travel. It was like airports. It was next city. And, um, and that wasn't what I wanted to create at all. But some kind of way I had managed to do that. And the, the better it, it became, like the better the results became, the less it felt like success. And um, that's when I, you know, I was sitting in an airport one day and I, I was sitting there about to get on the plane and thought, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get on this plane. And like, what would happen if I don't, you know? And, um, and that's when I realized, wow, th- you know, this is everything I'm doing here is a choice. And what I've created, I can change right now. So I ended up getting on the plane because I needed to get on the plane. And I went and did mm-hmm. this great work with the client. But I came back and I said, you know, okay, what do I really want to do? And what I really want to do was really work with people who had something they wanted to get out and and to package it up and get it out in the world. So that's really the core of what Uh, we're all about. You know, as you were talking about um, meeting people, seeing kind of like the possibility there, seeing what they could do, you like seeing someone with a clear expertise. um, I I, I just flashed myself because I'm the same way and I really love... Actually, that kind of promise and possibility, like real possibility, not just pie in the sky, but you you all almost like immediately start seeing like the action steps they could take. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's that's what you meant, yeah, but t- yeah, it is. Well, but the, for me, you know, and the, yeah, I, I, it is. It's such a huge thing. I, I think though the oh. thing that um, so if you think about like what it is that we're really great at, I mean, the the better you are at something, the less aware you are of how Mm -hmm. good you are at it. You know, there's that unconscious competence that comes in. And when you're so good at something, you get it and you see things that other people don't see. And that is, is challenging for, for many of us when we're thinking about creating something and offering it up to the world. Because the thing we want to offer up is the thing that we are really good at and we have an expertise in. But the challenge is it's so close to us and it seems so obvious. Like the thing that we're great at, we kind of think is common sense to others and it's not. It's mm. the thing that we are unconsciously really experienced, really confident, competent and really gifted in. That's the root of the challenge in creating something really impactful for the people that you want to serve because, you know, I get to connect with people all the time. One of the big questions is, well, is my idea good enough? You know, is this Mm -hmm. really going to be something people want? Because we tend to diminish something that's a natural strength. And so the work that I'm doing is really, it's one seeing it, but it's helping people ask the questions to really get out, get out of that, like to stand back a little bit and look at, you know, and, and you, your brilliance is launching. So you see things like you would look at a launch. If I came and I put a launch in front of you, you'd look at the whole thing and you'd go, okay, well, what about this? What about this? You know, and what's the storyline? And, you know, you'd see all this stuff that somebody who was new to that would not see at all. And it's the ability to ask the questions about how do you see that that is the root of being able to create a really great course 
uh, and more importantly, be able to help your people going through that course replicate the result that they yeah. want to achieve. So that's, that's really the fun of it because I like to ask the questions that help people see their brilliance and help them to package it into a system, into a model, into something that is theirs to share, which really increases the value of what they have to offer. I mean, how do you, how do you fight that um, fight? I'm using the word fight because how do you fight the, that natural inclination to just diminish what your expert expertise is and what your natural, where your natural gifts are and where you're maybe creating something because you know, total honesty. I diminish it all the time. As you're talking about that, I like kind of separate. I like go out of body and say, she's not actually talking about Anne, you know. <laughs> um, but the, then again, also at the same time as you're saying that, I flash to when I was putting together very detailed solid gold shows when I was a child <laughs> with my sisters and I had like a whole project plan and I, I did this whole thing, you know, and so at the so how do you fight that natural inclination to diminish your gifts almost? Well, I think it's a it's a practice, you know. Yeah. It's like I don't know that we ever arrive. I think it's a mm-hmm. practice and there's some things we can do that can help us do that movement. Like you said distance and that's exactly what I saw. It's like you kind of have to step away from it. I always say you know, you're, you can be so close to something like forest mm-hmm. for the trees that it's like the bark marks are on your forehead, you know, like you've got these <laughs> abrasions and you're going, I don't know why I can't see what I need to do here, but it's like, <laughs> we're so close to it and it's the movement away. And so there's techniques and ways to do that to really move away. I think one of the things, how we can kind of distance ourselves from it, I think the first thing is to recognize that when we're creating anything, so we have an idea for a course or an idea for what we want to put out there. The first awareness is that I am not my idea. Mm. And, you know, when I recognize that I'm not my idea, I can be separate from it. And I can really look at it and go, what can I do to make it better? And the thing that I I find when we work with, you know, a lot of folks that I get to connect with that are in that process of taking their idea and trying to package it into something they can launch, the, the things to ask yourself, and it's the same thing that I did when I started my first course that I launched, which was the basis of my my movement, you know, on the basis of the beginning of my business was I I said, okay, there's really three things I'm going to look at here. The first thing is I'm going to let go of my idea first and instead focus on the problems that my ideal clients have. Because I do think that what we're creating in a business uh, is first and foremost, we're creating our sense of what success is. And that has everything to do with what your life is going to feel like when you are successful. And that has everything to do with who you're going to be working with mm-hmm. and who these clients are. So, you know, who are these ideal clients? So I said, okay, I want to work with people like me, you know, coaches, consultants, people who are authors, people who have something they want to put out there. They're really passionate. They're excited about the work. That's who I wanted to work with. So I thought, number one, what are the problems? Like if we were all sitting around, you guys can do this as you listen. Like you could think, if you could get a group of your perfect ideal clients around a table and they're having coffee or they're having cocktails and they're talking, what are they talking about? Because you know we all do it. Like we go out with our friend and we go have dinner and she's, you know, our business bud. <laughs> talking. <laughs> we just did it in the few minutes before we I know. recording. We were already doing it. You already do it. Like the minute you get with somebody that's like in the same space you're in, you go straight to here's my problem, right? This is what I'm working on. <laughs> so what's the problem? What are they talking about? And now the second piece of that is we have lots of problems, but some of those problems we're going to just try to figure out on our own. And some we are 
re- really willing and ready to invest in. Like we're really invest time to fix it. We're in- willing to invest money to, in- to really find that answer. It's like, what are they really willing to invest in solving? And that has everything to do with the pain that they're in and the new possibility that, that you could bring to that. So you have to really spend some time thinking about that and what does that look like? And the third piece is I think where the idea comes in because the third piece is your expertise. And what is it that you have as an answer that can solve that problem? And when you intersect those three things, if you think about the problems they have, the, the problem that they're really invest in, like what they're willing to invest in, and the skill I have to solve that, the answer, the system, the model I have to solve that, the intersection of those points is the sweet spot. It is the place where you are really positioned to play and to play really powerfully. So I think that's first. It's like to look at that because I think one of the things that um, I do see when we first start, you know, it's like when folks come in to work with us on the Create Six Figure Courses Bootcamp, the first thing they're doing, we don't get started with content right away. We start with that process of how do I mm-hmm. test the sellability of my idea. Like, you know, the idea is one thing, but I have to distance a bit and do that and really kind of test it. And when you can do that, you can start to see, wow, these are really the things that people are interested in. This is where there's a gap. And there's lots of simple ways to do that. I mean, one of the things we do that I know everybody loves to do, it's a fun kind of assignment, right? We have a different research assignments. But one is, you know, if you've got an idea for something, you think about your expertise. So I, I was talking to somebody recently who her expertise was really network networking and LinkedIn and that kind of stuff. And she um, was testing that. And so one of the things you can do is to take that idea called networking on LinkedIn and go to a tool like Amazon. So you go to Amazon.com, look at the books, go up under books, look under book reviews, type in, you know, LinkedIn networking, right? And you type in your topic and you'll find all these books on it. And when you click in and look at the reviews, it's like having a little uh, focus group right there online for you because people write, oh, what I love about this book is it had this great table. What was totally missing was yeah. what, da, I da, really da. Needed was- what I really needed that's totally not in here is this. And why won't somebody create something that has this? So you can go through that like in minutes yeah. and kind of create a sheet of paper and go plus minus what they love, big heart over here's all this stuff. What's missing is this. And that's one example, right? That you can do on Amazon, but you mm-hmm. can do the same thing when you start to look at what's being offered, what the problems are, and really tapping in. And that, I think that forces us a bit, Anne, to kind of step away from the idea and get, you know, interested yeah. in what's missing in the marketplace. Yeah. You know what, actually, that that whole process of kind of just testing the sellability, um, I know a lot of people think just doing a straight up survey is the way to go, but... Um, I always mention Tara Gentili now when I think about surveys because she says something really brilliant about about finding out you know more about about your ideal customer and that it's what they're saying when you're not really supposed to be listening mm-hmm. and in in these reviews let's say you're part of you know very big maybe LinkedIn groups or Facebook groups that there's like you know a variety of different people in them or very focused um, depending on what your Subject matter is, but like that's where you can find those things without saying, "Hey, what's everybody's biggest problem with launching?" You know, um, right? Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's key because the minute you went to surveys, like I, my, I 
kinesthetically, if you could have seen me, my head was shaking now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't. Honestly, I, I tell people that, yeah, sure, you should survey your audience, but that's not how you find out necessarily no. any real, I don't know, use. I, I, I definitely don't use that information for this. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I love that. What you can do. I mean, you can... You know, you could go and find online discussion groups that are related to your course topic. So, you know, go into Google, um, type in online forum, colon, you know, and then put in what you're interested, your, your course topic. And it'll give you, like, list all the top online discussion forums around the conversation that you are focused on in your course. Then you go in there and you just join. Join the groups and watch and listen Listen to their language. Listen to the things they're asking for help on. Does anybody know what tool I should use for this? Does anybody know who has this? Like everything they're asking is what they want to know about that topic. And how powerful is that, right? You start right. adding that to your list and you're going, wow, why is no one offering this, you know? Right. And it's um, a great way to get that distance a bit from the idea and kind of come at it and go, wow, how do I serve my people? Because here's the thing that um, I think is really important in in creating offers that are really attractive to our people and launching them is that we have to realize that that we got so much information coming at us that it's it, like we're bombarded with all these messages in our Facebook feed and in our inbox and all this mm-hmm. stuff. The only thing that gets through, like our brain physiologically has a filter to make sure that we don't really see all of that. The only things that we see that kind of get through the filter are pieces of information that relate to conscious questions we're asking. So when your audience has a question like, gee, why is my hair always so flat? (laughs) We're looking (laughs) at the mirror in the morning. I don't get it. Why is my hair always so flat? So we're asking that question, right? And then, you know, we get online and, wow, there's the ad for the volumizing shampoo, you know? And the next thing you know, we're like, oh, that's interesting, you know? And we look at it because I was just asking the question, why is my hair so flat? (laughs) The key to the success in creating and launching is to know what that question is. And what's interesting is the question may not be, actually the thing you would hang up, you know, and say like on your billboard, say, here, come into my course because we're going to talk about this. Because what I have people tell me all the time in the creating of their courses, they go, well, people don't know that they really need this. But once they're in my course, they'll know and it's going to be really powerful. Well, they'll never come in because they don't know they need this. They're not right. even going to notice it, right? When the ad, when the ad comes up, they're not even going to see it. Yeah, their brain is going to filter that out. Filter that out. It's going to go right through their inbox. They're not opening the email. They're not even paying attention. The key is to connect to that question. The G, why is my hair flat question? And that's what you want to identify. You're going to help them answer that question. And it might involve things they don't even know that they need to know at this point, but that's okay. We, we were not going to start with that. We're going to start with where they are. Yeah. I love how you're, you're bringing in this whole physiological connection with the brain and what the brain sees. It's not about finding this magical question. It's finding the question that's almost, well, that's relevant for the person in the moment and is asked in maybe the correct way. I mean, I'm curious, is there, is, can you, can you share more about that? About the get, brain yeah. response, how to like, how to like figure that out? Well, I think that it's really about understanding how, how our 
audience really talks. So it's like imagining, you know, a lot of times you'll hear things like from copywriters and they'll say, oh, use the language that your audience uses or use this kind of language or, you know, well, it's funny because I I do a lot of that, you know, and I like everybody here, we all like to look at things that people are doing and we notice what other people are doing and we say, wow, this is good. This is, you know, whatever. The things that we think are good are the things that speak to us in our language. Like we kind of, you know, if you, you look at an invitation to something, if the language feels like, sounds like you, you're drawn to it. So the key is to get into the language that our audience uses and to frame the questions like our audience would frame them. Mm. So if we go back to the uh, example of the networking expert, and so imagine, you know, that, that we're all LinkedIn networking experts and we're experts mm-hmm. on how to do it on Facebook and all these different things. Well, if you think about uh, how to, so if the question in your mind as the course creator is, I'm going to show people how to maximize all the features of LinkedIn to really grow their network. Um, and let's say that's the opening question, you know, the, all the things, the hundred things you could do to, you know, leverage Facebook to grow your network. Uh, but that, that's not what audience like us would all be talking about, right? right. We're not going to sit down at the coffee table or at the wine bar and go, oh, you know, let's talk about my big thing is how to leverage all the features on LinkedIn. No, what we say is I got to figure out how to find my people, on LinkedIn. Like I know mm-hmm. people are doing that and I don't, I need to be doing that, but I don't even know. Right. So the question is, how do I find my clients on LinkedIn? And if you could attach to it, what the potential barrier is, well, the barriers, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time doing that. I don't have time to like belong to 20,000 different things. And, you know, I can hear what everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in framing that question, it's about how do I find my ideal people on LinkedIn in 15 minutes a day? Like, how could I do that? That would intrigue me. If you said that to me, I would be very interested in coming to talk with you about what <laughs> you're going to share with me as an answer. Um, I'm probably, if you're, you're offering me an offer, like come to my webinar and all the, you know, 100 features of LinkedIn, um, I might look at that and go, oh, I should do that, right? That's something I probably should do, but yeah. I probably won't. I won't because it sounds like work and it sounds like I'm going to have to learn something and then figure out how to do it. So meeting our audience where they are, it really is about challenging us ourselves to think in their self-talk. Like if we were listening in to what they would be saying, what is that question they're asking? And it's, it's subtly different often from really how we might frame it, you know, as experts. Yeah. And as, and as far as like the results part of it too, I do think that when you're saying, you know, if you're going to, let's say, help someone grow their LinkedIn network, that seems so much more nebulous and longer and harder to do. But if you say, you know, how to find my people on LinkedIn or how to get in shape or how to whatever, um, in 15 minutes a day, that seems doable. Okay, I can do that. And Mm -hmm. you, I think with that kind of tighter question, that that more in line with how the audience is actually talking. Like, I don't have a lot of time, but I need to connect with my, my potential clients on LinkedIn. I know other people are doing it. I have no idea how to do it. And this addresses like two things for them in a way. It just seems manageable. And like the quick results, what do you think about that? Do you think that that's think an important that's, part of it? I think it's – well, I think it's really critical. It, uh, dep- and it depends. Quick is re- is Rel- relative, kind of, right, yeah. to what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do in the transformation. So I think the first thing – and it's like, it's kind of one of the – if I think about the, the things we can pay attention to, you know, the mistakes that are easy to make that we can navigate around, I think one of the big mistakes in creating a course is to focus on, gee, what am I going to teach? 
And instead, you know, it's not about what you're going to teach. It's about how you're going to equip people to produce a result. So the key is, what is the result that I am going to help them achieve? So if you're going to take it a step further, let's go back to that LinkedIn example, and uh, you're going to help people do that fast. Well, the first thing you might do, and the thing that that would really engage your audience, your learners in that in that work they're going to do with you, is to help them define what success is for them. So what does it mean for you to to achieve success link through LinkedIn? So let's say in 30 days, where would you like to be? Do you want to have five, you know, new clients? Do you want to have a program with 20 new seats filled in it? Do you want to have 100 people in your webinar? Like, let's talk about really what that is. And if you wanted to kick the results up of that, it would be, wow, let me choose my definition of success, and this is the result I want. Now, I'm going to come with you through the next three, four, five modules, and you're going to walk me through how to achieve that result. Mm -hmm. It's not a theory. It's, okay, i got to fill my workshop that's happening next month, and I'm going to work with you over the next four weeks and do what you tell me to do, and I'm going to apply what I'm learning, and it's going to end up that I'm going to have a, a result called, you know, 15 seats filled in my class. That's what we are all interested in. And, yeah. and that's the thing that if we can nail that, you can create a really powerful course that, that you, it, it's like you don't have to market it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's about the result markets it. Well, I was just thinking, I kept thinking, oh, it's so interesting that, you know, maybe not necessarily all corporate worlds or not all day jobs, but definitely there was all, there was a discussion of KPIs, like key performance indicators. Like what is the indicator here that I have, you know, reached that result that I want or, or have attained whatever it is, the five new clients. And I think that teaching people how to set those is even part of the process do you know what I mean? And it, and, well, cur- and and by by giving them some of those in that in that language, when you're saying, "Hey, come with me," and you know, if you've got a an event in a month, if you if you want five new clients this month, whatever the case might be, you defining that cl- clearly will speak to someone's specific need yes. or result that they want to get. Yes, and so let's flip that over because one of the challenges. And a question I get a lot is, well, I don't work in the business space. Like my work is self-development work. It's personal mm-hmm. growth work. So how would I, you know, really apply that idea of a result to that? And um, I'll take an example of somebody who I was talking to recently who does really powerful work. And she's got a very powerful model in what I would call manifestation. You know, it's about how to manifest things in your life that you want to create. And so she's, you know, her model is about moving through and learning this practice of how you do that. And when we first looked at it together, it was it was it was powerful. You could see it. A very deep work, uh, great results with her one-on-one clients. And her question was, well, how am I going to, you know, reproduce this in an experience like this? Well, the key again to the result is there's a reason that people want to come into a course on manifesting. There's something they want to manifest. And if you can help them name that on the beginning, so if you start with, let's start with some reflection work, let's start with self-assessment, let's start with claiming what it is that you want to manifest and what does that look like concretely. So, you know, and to your point, like, let's define when we arrive, how will we know that we've arrived? So I want to manifest, say, a better relationship with my, Mm -hmm. you know, teenage daughter, let's say. So what does that look like? How would you say that it's improved? Let's, you know, 
to find that. What she did in that work was really have that person do an exercise that was about future pacing. So when I manifest it, it's going to look like this. And this is the differences I'm going to see in how we interact. And she did this really rich work about having that person claim what that looks like. Then they went through the system. Then they went through learning how you do that. But the whole time, that person, when you when you really define the result at the front that the person is achieving through the work, that is the battery. That is mm-hmm. what gets them to stick with it and do the work over time. And if we don't, if we don't really spend time there and invest time with people really getting clear about what's coming out of this, let me see it, let me really get clear what it's going to look like when I arrive. Um, we have the risk of people coming into the course, they do a module or two, and then, oh, I don't have time for that. Right. And it doesn't, um, you know, and we've all done that. We've all taken courses that sounded good and they were good, but we just didn't stick with it. And that's the key. You want people to stick with it. Well, I think this is actually this, this, this kind of, I mean, I didn't intend to go on this necessarily to, to chat about this one specific thing with you, but I think this is one of those sticking pieces for, keeping people in courses for sure is having them set themselves like, here's where I am right now. Here's where I, you know, here's where I want to be. Here are my very specific things that I want to achieve as a result of this course. So you can, you can do this yourself, I would think as like the course creator, but then also create some sort of, I don't know, a construct within the course, which actually not challenges, but gives them the first assignment of setting their own path up because that's the problem generally with courses that I don't finish. I'm not sure where it's even going to end. I don't have right. an idea. Or, or it's that. a, you know, it's a collection of videos. So you yeah, get on the page. It's a collection of videos. Oh, I'm going to have a launch like this, or I'm going to have yeah. a course like this, or I'm going to, you know, ha- my Facebook page is going to look like X, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And so there's, a, there's all that and I'm left to kind of do the work. I mm-hmm. think the key is, Realizing that, you know, when the second piece of that, like the first piece is, okay, let's figure out the result. The second piece is to realize that too much content is a challenge because the Mm -hmm. number one thing we need to do is we need to answer their question. Their question is, how do I change this relationship? The question is, how do I find more clients? That is what we need to do is deliver on that initial question. Not every question they've ever had about anything, which is kind of the challenge too, because we tend to want to put everything we have into that first course, which is a, I know it comes out of a desire to serve and give. The challenge is that it sends us into overwhelm as a participant and overwhelm is the enemy because when we're overwhelmed, we do nothing. We stop, we pause, we quit, we go you know, clean out our junk drawer, like whatever yeah. we do. To no, not do it, it's the work true. we're it's supposed true. to be doing. And I, I think what's got to be really, really important um, for all of us in this whole idea of creating offers, creating products, creating courses, and I'm really on a mission around this, is that the most important thing we need to focus on is making sure that the person we're inviting into that experience will have the transformation. They will have the result. And if that means that, you know, you've got five weeks with them and you, you're asking yourself, can I really do all this in five weeks? Well, if you're asking that, scale it down. Give them the thing that you know you can really deliver in that time frame because the minute they get that first question answered, they're going to say, oh, thank you. This is great. And wow, now I have a new question. You know, like, so if I was the LinkedIn person and I, sh- I showed you how to do this and 
15 minutes a day and you could do X, Y, and Z, I would be so thrilled with that. And then I'd say, okay, well, do you know how to do it on Facebook? You know, I'm going to come back with what the next (laughs) question is. And that's really, I think, the key to scaling and making a bigger impact. It's about serving people at a deeper and deeper level versus creating something, putting it out, finding a few people to take it, and then figuring out the next time you launch it, how you're going to find more people to take it. Uh, It's instead thinking about a relationship that unfolds through a series of questions. Oh, my goodness. I've been taking like furious notes over here, (laughs) Janine. I'm seriously, I love this. Um, So I I do have some like other quick questions that I'm going to ask just about you and your experience um, bringing bringing this into the world. But I, I want to, after that, definitely get some next steps for people. So I guess before we go into just Janine, um, would you mind sharing? How can we how can we keep this conversation going? How can people find more about this? Um, because even I mean, like I'm ready to like jump over to your site or whatever what other tools you might have right now. Well, I would love to keep the conversation going, and I think um, so. First of all, uh, everybody can jump over with me if you want to continue the conversation. My website is JanineBlackwell.com. So it's J E A N I N E. Blackwell, B as in boy, L-A-C-K-W-E-L-L.com. And uh, when you go to the site, there's, a, there's resources there. One thing is an ebook that is really talking about this movement we're talking about, like the question and the answer and how you can really rethink the business model of serving your clients. And uh, for those of you who really know that creating a course is the next thing for you and you want to look at a structure for how do you do that, like what's the best way to move through that, there's a, if you go to janineblackwell.com forward slash create my course, there's a webinar that I'm leading that speaks to that. It's the seven steps to creating and launching your online course. And this is about thinking through the whole process of how I really move through that. And one thing I will say is that there's a risk, right, that, that many of us, and me too, right, we've all gotten into this this hole. I call it the techie hole. But the techie <laughs> hole is when you start thinking about launching something, and I know you know this, Anne, because you work on the other piece of this, like it's so easy to get caught up in the whole techie, like what should I do and how does this hook to that and should I use this or use that? And and I see this mistake of, you know, investing 80% of our time in trying to figure that out. It's not hard, you know, and what I'm going to encourage you to think about instead is spend 80% of your time thinking about the result you're going to create and interacting with your clients and building content that will guarantee they get that result. And then it can be very, very easy to put that out in the world. And um, so janineblackwell.com forward slash create my course. Awesome. And, um, and then, you know, it kind of segues into a little bit about what you were just saying, where we're going to go and, you know, <laughs> to my own story of this, because yeah. I've, I've been down that hole and, um, you know, I, when I first launched my, my course, my first course, that this is exactly what I did, what we just talked about. It was about what's the question? How can I answer the question? How can I make sure that the people I'm serving actually create a course and they are ready to get that out the door and they launch it? That was the, the aim. Very clear and uh, very easy to, to move through. Um, what I'll say, I think sometimes like the things that hold us back and I know it, it did for me, too, because I, I, like a lot of us, you know, I was watching people who who were so far ahead in the trajectory of their business. You know, they have big 
followings and massive launches and I'm watching all the things they mm-hmm. had and they had videos and they have all this stuff and um and I I I kept thinking wow you know there's a gap right that happens between where you are and where you want to be and there's going to always be that gap and I thought okay I'll start here you know I'm going to start with my list of 150 people <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to figure out how I can do this and um, what I did, I didn't, you know, I, I had to figure that out. It, did, yeah. it wasn't about having partners. It wasn't that, about that. But what I did know is I knew my people. I knew what their question was. And I used Facebook to find them. I love and, this. I'm like, you know, I'm like sitting over here like, yes. Okay. So, so to share then like, because wh- this is the one thing I was like, oh, this is interesting. Tell me more about this. Yeah. Um, it. Um, well, first of all, I'll say this. You know, I used Facebook to find my people. The first launch was over six figures. Uh, which was coming off of you know 150 people to six figures, which I never thought that I would be able to do that. That was that was way exceeding what I thought was going to happen. Um, what what's the key to that? And the thing that I think everybody can can, can really take away from this is it's not just about oh let me go run some ads and I'm going to find all these people. The thing is is about everything we've talked about today. It's about thinking about how they talk, thinking about who your people are. Uh, what is the question they're asking? How would they frame that question? Where are they hanging out? You know, what? where are they hanging out online? What's the communities they belong to? What are they talking about in those communities? When you do that kind of work to design your course, you've already done all the work you need to do to write amazing copy, to put that out in front of people, because that's the work you did before you even started the course. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what the key is. And so I hear a lot of times everybody worries about, oh, I don't have a big list. How do I grow a list? I think the way you do that is you focus on serving people and delivering a really great result. And when you can do that, I think what it allows you to do, when you do this kind of intentional work about crafting what you're putting out, I feel like it gives us this permission, right, to stand up and say, hey, come over here. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to come play with me. Because when you feel like you, what you are doing it's so over the top. It's so going to over-deliver. You just know it's going to be amazing. It's really easy to stand up and say, come play with me. You know, I want you to do this because it's going to make a difference. And I think that energetically comes through. And I think that's, that's the key. I think it's about getting in the space where you can invite people in and you don't feel like you're having to sell anything because that's not really what you're doing. You just want to help people you know, to yeah. get the result. Well, I think that's that's such a good point. The easy to stand up because when it's easy to when when you know your stuff, you know you've done the work, you know that you know people are going to get a result, it's way easier to market. It's way easier to share share it with people because you're not you know, I I actually find that the people who are having difficulty aren't really sure that they can get the result. They're not mm-hmm. really sure mm-hmm. they're asking the right question. Well, and, and that leads me to, I think, a, a, a big learning, um, and and I think it's something we all move through. But the momentum comes, the, the momentum, like the ability to kind of see things start starting to work, you know, because when you're in the process of creating something and you want to launch it, there can be that moment where you feel like you've just been forever in the process of creating and like, when is it going to happen? You know, like, when am I going to, it's going to be done? When is it that people are going to like, come and play, you know, I'm going to invite them and they're going to come in. And all of that, the momentum comes through movement. That's the Mm -hmm. only way that you get momentum. So moving means you have to be willing to put it out there. 
mm-hmm. and it's not going to be perfect. I can promise you it will not be perfect. What I can also promise is that the people who will help you perfect it are the people that you want to serve. So if you come in and you get into a relationship with them and you put the content out and you know what? They have a question you didn't cover. There's something they didn't understand. There's a tool they, they need that's not in there. They're asking for this and it's not in there. That's great. That's there amazing. You go. There you go. Good. Improvements. Great. Yes. It's like, <laughs> awesome. That's a great tool. Thank you for saying that. I'm going to go create that for you right now. So you create it and you put it in and you get through a round or two and you, you have really had a group of people that have really helped you perfect it because you cannot perfect it in your office. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We can yeah. spend forever and it won't. It's only going to happen when you launch it. So I think it's about launch it, get it out there. That's, that's what allows you to make sure that you can produce the results. Yeah. So question for you, like as you've come on to, you know, come online, you did this, this great launch, were there any big surprises or big surprises, you, things you didn't expect? Um, I mean, you said that definitely like your results, you weren't expecting that, but you weren't expecting to do that well, but was there, were there any other surprises? Kind of- you know what? Uh, yeah. I think one of the things that really surprised me and I, like all things, it's like in hindsight, you look back at it and you go, well, I kind of knew that for myself. But I, I think there's a when, – when you're watching and you're seeing so many things that are going on in, in the world of launching, right, because we're all in the world of launching. So mm-hmm. you watch other people <laughs> launching and it's really easy when you watch somebody else who's, you know, doing their million-dollar launch and, you know, they've got 10 programs and they've got the digital toolbox and the library and the whatever and the whatever, whatever. And you look at all that stuff and you think, oh, my gosh, you know, I got to get busy. I got to create more, create more. And I don't have enough. And is it enough? And um, the big the big surprise and the reinforcement, you know, really of something I, I intrinsically knew is that we are attracted to things that are simple. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really attracted to things that are simple and that we would all collectively prefer to say yes to something that helps us get a result faster. And if I had a choice between 1,000 videos or three mini modules that would get me the result, I would take the three mini modules yeah. any day. Yep. So, but we get caught up in this thing of like creating, creating, it's not enough and I need more and I need more. So the big, the big surprise is that s- simple is powerful. Simple is attractive. And to get to simple, you have to do the heavy lifting. You know, you as the creator have to do the work of sifting through what's essential and what's not essential. And when you do that kind of work, your people recognize that. And there's this beauty in what you're putting out and they're able to move through it and they just go, oh my gosh, forever I've been trying to figure this out. I've taken a hundred courses on this. And for the first time, like it makes sense and I can actually do this. Like that's the moment when you know, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not about the hundred videos. Yes. <laughs> it's just like let's give people something they can really, you know, sink their teeth into and get a result. Oh man. Well, I I think I'm going to just preemptively ask you to please come back on our show because this was really awesome. <laughs> I don't need, I don't do even want it to day. end. I know. Well, yes, we can definitely <laughs> sit here all day until my computer decides to like run out of hard drive space and but I would love to honestly get get you back on the show. Um I know that um you have so much to teach and I'm 
I am looking forward to our catch up offline as well. Um, but thank I, you. I would be thrilled to come back and continue <laughs> the conversation. And uh, thank you so much for having me. This has been I love so much this. fun. I love this, Janine. I mean, I, I feel like I still, the great thing is I still got questions for you, which is awesome because <laughs> now I know I'm like, I've got another episode in me. I've got more questions. So anyway, so thank you so much, Janine, for, for coming by today. This was really great. And to everybody listening, I will make sure that every Every link that I can possibly share with you to Janine and the work that she's doing is in the show notes below and and definitely leave comments because I will I will also make sure that Janine sees those and um, is able to answer any questions anybody has. So oh. Oh. well thank you so much and thank you everybody for joining in. And my encouragement is, you know, to think about right now, I think one big question you can ask yourself is is what is it really that that question that my people really want an answer to? Like if they could just have one question answered that would solve a big struggle for them, like what would that be? And I think if you start paying attention to that, everything starts to frame up around that and it becomes much simpler. So thank you for this and thank you for the conversation. It was great, Anne. Oh, thank you so much, Janine, and uh, have a great day. You too. (laughs) Thanks, guys.